This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hour number two of The Rob Carson Show. Coming up next hour, Brandon Strzok will join us. He just won a case in federal court. He was being sued by eight uh, uh, Capitol Police officers for racist comments and threats, and uh, Brandon wasn't even on the right side of the building. He didn't even go in the building that day. So we're going to talk to him at the uh, the bottom of next hour about his ordeal. And uh, the one thing that he is guilty of is he created the walk-away movement. And the walk-away movement, for those of you who don't know, it was growing massively before the election of 2020. It was people of color leaving the Democrat Party. It was, it was mostly people of color. It was, it was uh, people leaving the Democrat Party, but largely people... Uh, of color and there were a half a million people on Facebook on that page and the Democrat Party working with the FBI working with the DHS and they were censoring taking down it's the reason why Donald Trump was taken off of Twitter a uh, duh <laughs> you know and and Brendan struck uh, all of the sudden the walkaway movement on Facebook disappeared one day just gone all the stories gone all the testimonials gone all the contacts gone all the information gone Brandon Strzok had no way to rebuild that database because Facebook and the federal government decided it needed to go away. It really is. It's, uh, it's something that it, it, is, uh, uh, it is a burr in my bonnet. I'll just tell you that. And, uh, you know, bonnet. I, I did wear a bonnet for my Thanksgiving holiday spectacular on Newsmax. So anyway, oh, oh, listen to this. Listen to this. Just reported by Newsmax. The names of more than 170 people with ties to Jeffrey Epstein, including victims and former employees, are set to be named as a slew. That's a big, big amount. A slew of court documents in Manhattan federal judge has uh, unauthorized or uh, authorized to be unsealed. According to the New York Post, Judge Loretta Preska Monday ordered the documents in the defamation lawsuit that uh, Epstein accuser Vir uh, Virginia Jeffrey brought in 2015 against Epstein, uh, Madam, Madam uh, Ghislaine Mas Maxwell. And uh, previously, the names were only known as Jane Doe's and John Doe's. <gasps> That's kind of scary for all those people on Capitol Hill who flew on that plane, the Lolita Express. Something's going on with child sex trafficking in our country, and people are allowing it to happen for a reason. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. All I know is that tens of thousands of children are being trafficked over the southern border, and they're paying back their uh, their their fees to the mules. 
by becoming gang members for boys and sex trafficking for boys and girls. It's uh, thoroughly, thoroughly disgusting. That's why I say this iteration of the federal government needs to be uh, completely reinvented and a whole lot of people need to be fired and go to jail. Wall Street Journal bombshell report has uh, revealed that uh, Microsoft founder Bill Gates was pictured in 2014 with a victim of convicted sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein. Gates consistently downplays his connection to Epstein, but reports of their connection continue to emerge. There's a picture of, uh, of Bill Clinton on Jeffrey Epstein's airplane getting a neck massage from one of the win- women that Jeffrey Epstein kept. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's like uh, maybe people in power are worse than we could ever imagine as human beings. Marsha Blackburn uh, was uh, yesterday in committee, and she basically called Dick Durbin out for not releasing the names on the flight log of the, well, three years dead, Jeff Epst- uh, Jeffrey Epstein. For the last several weeks, I've been trying to figure out and to subpoena the records for Jeffrey Epstein's plane. To find out who was on that plane, I've been so disappointed that Chairman Durbin has continued to block this because Jeffrey Epstein had probably what is the most high profile. Hunter Biden did a lot of sex trafficking. Sex trafficking ring we've ever seen, Weird. ever heard about. It was high profile, high dollar people that were predators on these young girls and i don't know why there is a push to block these records Uh, we need to have access to this we need to know who was on that plane who was participating in this they redacted those records in the jelaine maxwell trial but getting to the bottom of this is important i had no idea i mean did you have any idea there were so many scumbags in our government? I mean, listen, I've been following politics for a number of years, starting to write for Limbaugh right out of college and all that, and following politics, not officially becoming a, a political talk show host until about seven years ago. <laughs> and, and I've never seen anything like this. I mean, this is, this is worse than I could have ever dreamed. The federal government weaponized against the American people, the DOJ weaponized against a political party. It is uh, thoroughly, thoroughly uh, disgusting. And there are a lot of people in jail, uh, you know, for January the 6th, among other things. Uh, Laura Logan actually talked to Representative Clay Higgins the other day about it. And actually, here's, <clears throat> here's Clay Higgins talking about January the 6th on uh, the Chris Salcedo show to talk about how, you know, the, uh, the government is weaponized against um, its political enemies. And uh, those political enemies now are Trump supporters. That's why they're calling Trump a Nazi, comparing him to Hitler, and then they want to do that to you. The FBI was, was not only involved in the act, actions on January 6th from within. They had, uh, I suspect, uh, over 200 agents embedded within the crowd, including agents, or as they would call human assets, uh, inside the Capitol dressed as Trump supporters before the doors were opened. Uh, this is a United States congressman on the Chris Salcedo show. Um, beyond that, the FBI had embedded themselves and infiltrated uh, online chat groups and, and websites and social media accounts across the yeah, country yeah. with any group that was discussing uh, objections to COVID oppression. 
Yeah, and by the way, Jack Smith, the uh, the judge in, in charge of the uh, persecution of Donald Trump, he, he subpoenaed all of the records of people who liked or retweeted Trump uh, uh, tweets when Trump was on Twitter, all the identifying information of those people, people that Trump uh, liked or retweeted and all that. And that means, that means millions and millions and millions of people. And the FBI, you know, effectively infiltrated those groups. And when you track the the text threads and the communications within those groups and find the origins of suggestions of potential violence or or an active occupation of the Capitol on January 6th, you'll, you'll find that those, those messages were led by members of the groups that ended up to be the FBI agents that had infiltrated the group. So the FBI's involvement was deep, not just on J6, but on the days and weeks and months prior. Now it's kind of interesting because uh, the uh, bunch of, uh, like, like Lindsey Graham is saying, that we are in a more dangerous place than we were before 9-11. How do we get there? Well, because our federal government is allowing a wholesale invasion from our southern border. They've allowed our military to go to hell. They tried to make it woke and destroyed recruitment. Uh, they've allowed over 200,000 people in the last two years to die, be poisoned of fentanyl. Most of them are young people. They, uh, told, they shut down all discussion of anything online that was the opposite of what the government was spewing, even if what the government said was untruthful. And then, and then here's what they did with the air marshals that are supposed to keep us from, uh, protect us from terrorism. This is who our air marshals are following. Trump supporters, and that letter signed by Benny Thompson, who was chair of the J6 Select Committee, and signed by John Katko, who at the time was a ranking member. Republican. It means the lead Republican of the Homeland Security Committee, advising the, the Pekoski, the TSA the senior guy, to use all of that authority to track Trump supporters that had not been charged with a crime, they were guilty only of arriving in D.C. by air. And every time they fly, they're being tracked. That's right. Uh-huh. And, and listen to this. This is what the uh, the FBI did to people who just came to Washington, D.C. on January the 6th. Options for quickly denying air carrier service. This is an interview with uh, Laura Logan, by the way. Individuals posing a potential threat. And uh, current status of efforts to identify and add to watch lists. How far does this go? That letter was the beginning of a executive action by the TSA to use its authority to instruct uh, America's air marshals to track and follow Trump supporters wow. that had been wow. charged with no crime. They were guilty only of, of arriving by air into D.C. on January 4th, 5th, or 6th. Oh, wow. And those, those manifests <laughs> were turned over to the FBI. The FBI Ooh. went through those manifests. Yeah. And every American that they identified, that the FBI identified as a Trump supporter that was on those manifests was added to the FBI's suspected domestic terrorist watch list. Yeah, that is, uh, that's Gestapo kind of stuff there, isn't it? I mean, it is Gestapo stuff. They also got, uh, 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 I don't want to say the wrong bank, but at least one major bank to turn over the bank records of people who are on those planes. No reason. Just wanted to track them. Just wanted to do a dragnet to find something. Like they did with uh, Mar-a-Lago. We, we don't have anything. We don't have any. We just want to search everything and find a crime. That's 
Stalin, man. <laughs> show me the man, I'll show you the crime. It's crazy. And, and where, did they, where did all these trials take place? Well, of course, in D.C. Why? Because if you're conservative, you're screwed. Yeah, you were screwed, like with Rudy Giuliani, his case in Georgia against the two poll workers where he was awarded, uh, they were awarded $148 million held in D.C. Why? Hanging judges for conservatives in D.C. There's several reasons. One is that congressional Republicans, congressional leaders on both sides have been sitting on the evidence, right? And so they've been withholding much um, of the evidence from the American people and from even from defense attorneys. So there's Brady information, exculpatory information that would exonerate many people that has been uh, withheld. So that's one reason. Another reason is that the judges uh, don't allow a lot of this evidence to be admitted in court. I mean, and then you have jurors that are completely and utterly biased um, you can wow. you know you look to the last election they say that 97 to 98 percent of DC is supposed to have voted Democrat so what chance does anybody have in a courtroom in DC if they voted for Trump I mean it's just ridiculous I, I don't know who has a void in their soul so badly that they would imprison their political opponents rather than try to do, defeat them with facts and policy that's better that's the most sickening thing about it it really, really is. It's just, it's uh, unbelievable. And here's Clay Higgins talking about Jack Smith and, and all of this uh, weaponization of the DOJ. And, and he is, uh, he's determined to make people pay. Let me say regarding Jack Smith and his request for another list of American citizens under some alleged uh, legitimate investigative effort. Uh, I'm, I consider it a badge of honor to be on another one of Jack Smith's list. So... <laughs> <laughs> I just say that his, his days are numbered, and American patriots are not going to stand idly by, good sir, uh, and, and allow our, our republic to dissolve. 100%. We, we are prepared to fight legally and peacefully and within the parameters of the Constitution uh, with every, every ounce of our might and, and focus. Um, the, the leftists will not take our country from us amen are you are you down with it are you are you going to stop this with me because i uh sure as hell i'm not going to let the united states of america fall on my watch and uh and i know you aren't either because you love the country you've had 40 years of the left screaming at you how badly america sucks while you realize it's the greatest country in the world it's a blessing to be born here that's why so many illegals are streaming screaming to get in here Improperly, you got to do it the right way. You got to have a desire to to become a part of America's fabric. You got to learn the language. You got to become a citizen. You can't just traipse in and demand and get a hotel room and a phone and all of this in front of American citizens. Unacceptable, unacceptable. I'm ready. I'm ready to take the country back. I hope you are as well. I don't care if you're a liberal. Uh, you know, I don't care if you're conservative. All I care about is that you love the country as founded. We can work out our differences, but the number one thing we can agree on is saving the country. How about that? Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. Coming up. Scientists discover why nails on a chalkboard makes us cringe. Oh, it's real. It's real. And uh, armed robbers get carjacked while they're trying to get away. (laughs) 
But I think we need a, a palate cleanser because we just found out this morning that the Democrats don't have a Kamala Harris problem anymore. They were afraid that if Joe Biden was uh, was out of there, the less popular uh, Kamala Harris would become the president. But this morning we find out that Joe's uh, his uh, approval rating is below Kamala's. I mean, it's still bad. It's 35-34, but it's good news for Joe. He's the worst president in history. Actually, good news for Kamala. Not so good for Joe. Joe Biden is failing. How he deserves jailing. How corrupt can you be? This is Jim Gossett. He's the worst president in history. Worse than Carter. He's the worst president we've ever had. Yes, Joe's a disaster. He's made things worse faster. His record's so sad. He's the worst president we've ever had. I don't recall anybody worse. His administration is causing inflation with his liberal policies. Joe's massive taxation will destroy this nation if Democrats do as they please. They're trying to. We're saying no. He's the worst president in history. Please, Santa, remove him from office. Joe's given out orders for wide open borders. Are we too blind to see? No, we pretty much get he it. He is bad beyond belief. From Joe, we need relief. He's the worst commander in chief in history. Wow. Holy heck. That is, uh, that is not just satire. That's a work of art there, people. My gosh. I got to tell you, Jim Gossett. If you want to help out Jim, because, you know, uh, uh, the government and others are going after conservative publishers. That includes people who do song parodies and comedy like me. Uh, just go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com. Jim Gossett Comedy. Would you help him out? That would be great. So are you a little worried about uh, what's happening in 2024? In 2020, I said that 2020 was 2020 because it was 2020. It was 2020, meaning it's bizarre and all this stuff happening because it's 2020 election year. And things have gotten weirder. And the pedal to the metal on weird is coming. If you thought supply chain uh, issues were a problem in 2020, if you thought the uh, sacking of uh, stores was a problem in 2020, you ain't seen nothing yet. And already, right now, by the way, one notable medicine in short supply is amoxicillin. You never know what's going to happen next year. Maybe it's time to get that emergency medical kit I've been talking about from the wellness company. Uh, Peter... McAuliffe came up with it because he was the most censored man in history as a doctor, censored by people like the CDC and HHS. So he came up with this wonderful idea. It's the emergency medical kit from the wellness company. It's got amoxicillin. It's got Z-Pak, hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin for COVID. It can take anything from a tick bite to, to an issue with your lungs, to a lung, a lung problem or a lung infection. All of those things. And all you need to do to get a 10% discount on this wonderful pack that I have in my office here. You just go to twc.health slash Carson. You save 10%. twc.health slash Carson. I can't express how important this is. We are very close to the end of 2023. 2024 is right upon us, and it's only going to get stranger. 
So the uh, the sound of a uh, blackboard, the uh, the uh, the uh, fingernails on a on a chalkboard. The scientists will figure out what it is. Let's listen to the sound first. I can imagine what can be and be unburdened by what has been. You know what can be. I'm sorry. That's actually worse. This is the sound of uh, of uh, fingernails on a chalkboard. I know. I know. Okay, they're saying the reason that is is it uh, it the frequency is the same as a baby crying or a human screaming, suggesting it is associated with survival and triggers an equivalent response. Oh no, wait, that was for Kamala's voice. Sorry about that. Uh, the, sc- <laughs> the scratching noise invokes a, a physiological response such as increased heart rate, causing an emotional re- uh, experience rather than a a, a, a reflex. Kind of like, uh, you know, similar to the warning cries of chimpanzees. It's weird because when I hear Kamala Harris's voice, I want to throw my feces at people in my uh, enclosure. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hey, guys, it's Carson. Christmas is almost here, and I've got a really great gift idea for you. Why don't you give yourself the new streaming service, Newsmax Plus? Move over, woke Netflix and Disney Plus and Hulu. Just start Newsmax Plus. I just subscribed. I love it. Get Newsmax best shows with Rob Schmidt, Eric Bowling, Greta Von Susteren, Greg Kelly, and more. You also get lots of movies, documentaries, history, comedy. Newsmax Plus just launched and more than 180,000 people have signed up. Newsmax Plus lets you watch the Newsmax channel on your phone or home TV app. And Newsmax Plus is the only streamer to give you all the Donald Trump rallies. Fox News censors most of them. So get Newsmax Plus today. It's free to start. Just go to Newsmax Plus, spell out the plus, dot com. Again, start your free trial by going to NewsmaxPlus.com. That's NewsmaxPlus.com. Millions are switching to Newsmax, so try it for free today. Do you have a subscription to Newsmax Plus? You should. How about you give yourself the gift? You know, I've got several subscriptions that I keep. Remember remember years ago, you know, you had magazine subscriptions, all of that stuff, right? Think about what you get for your money now. Five bucks a month, you get uh, uh, all sorts of streaming services from Newsmax Plus, Move Over, Netflix and Disney Plus and Hulu. Get Newsmax Plus. I have been a subscriber since they launched. Uh, get Newsmax Best Show, Rob Schmidt, Eric Bowling. Grant Avon Susteren, Greg Kelly, lots of movies, documentaries, history. Newsmax Plus has 180,000 people already signed up. And a, uh, you, you, you watch the Newsmax channel on your phone or your home TV on the app. Newsmax Plus is the only streamer to give you all of Donald Trump's rallies. That's good. Fox News censors most of them. So get Newsmax Plus today. It's free to start. Just go to Newsmax Plus, spell it out, P-L-U-S dot com. Start your free trial. Go to Newsmax Plus dot com. That's Newsmax Plus dot com. I listen to Newsmax in the car. <clears throat> A lot of times, you know, <clears throat> they're uh, Fox streams uh, on uh, on the radio, uh, on uh, satellite, and I, I could care less. Uh, and it's nice, like, if I can't catch, I've got to have my, uh, I've got to have my Rob Schmidt every night. I just got to have. So if I'm in the car... Or I'm at the gym, I'll listen to Rob Schmidt on the Newsmax app. Because he just, he's just really good. I mean, they're all good. Eric's doing a great job. Everybody's doing a good job. So 
There you go. I do have to share. This, this is pretty funny. This is uh, this is just marvelous, marvelous, marvelous. Armed robbers, while robbing, get robbed when another robber robs them of their getaway car. <laughs> that's the headline. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. So uh, this happened to a trio, Commerce City, Colorado, criminals on Saturday when they robbed a check cashing service, which probably was an old Taco Bell. You ever notice that? The old Taco Bells that look kind of old-timey like a mission in, uh, in uh, Mexico? They're, they're all check cashing places now or payday loan places, you know? They, the old Taco Bells, it's kind of sad. It's got the old Pizza Huts, too, although those, usually those are for bail bonds. Just, I'm just saying. The old Pizza Hut where you go get your bail bond. <laughs> And and uh, and the old uh, the old uh, Dick Sporting Goods uh, became the Halloween Express, and the old uh, yeah yeah. So anyway, so the armed robbery in Colorado turned to ride for the uh, perpetrators when police say someone stole their getaway car in the middle of the heist. That's why they did shoplifting in Chicago. Uh, three masked and armed individuals allegedly robbed a check cashing uh, service in Commerce City on Saturday morning. That's got to be a just a great place to work. Just, I mean, what what would you give me for the for the uh, ninety seven uh, Chevy Suburban with one hundred and ninety eight thousand miles on it? I I paid it off. <laughs> Two hundred bucks. <laughs> Three. You get so screwed in those places. So you get in a circle of debt. You get you go into one of those places. The payday loans. You're going to be. It's like mafia kind of. I mean, it's. <clears throat> Once you get in that, you're never getting out. I speak from experience in the car business. Yes, thank you. Three masked and armed individuals allegedly robbed cash uh, in Commerce City. Da da da. Uh, officers have arrested two of the three suspects. Currently investigating the incident, the police department said in social media posts on Facebook and X, it is unexpected and ironic twist as the trio robbing the business, a fourth criminal stole their getaway car, which may have been already stolen. <laughs> Oh my God! This is fantastic. So, so they they steal the car to go rob the bank, and while they're robbing the bank, the car is stolen. That is fantastic. At what point does it officially become theirs? You know, it shouldn't it be like some sort of universal law? Okay, I stole the car to rob the bank, and somebody stole the car, and then they parked it. I stole it back. It's mine. Maybe that's it. I don't know. So that is that is what happened. It's just so fantastic. Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh, 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 oh. The FBI is, uh, I used to respect them. I used to respect the Institute. Then I realized in the last couple of years that uh, the people in charge of these agencies are, they are the Stasi, man. The FBI is the Stasi. They've been quietly working to uh, to move people out of the agency who are uh, America first people, uh, Trump people, moving them out, using the cudgel of the law to go after people for nothing, to silence them. I mean, I tell you what, this FBI is knee deep in it, and I don't even care if they get rid of the FBI at this point. You know, you, you get rid of the agency. You've had your time. You, 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 were, you were established by Woodrow Wilson. You've been corrupt ever since. Church commission in the 1970s, supposed to fix everything. All you did was double down on it. The leadership of the FBI, the CIA, the DHS, newly created DHS, all of them need to go away. Just like Mille is doing in Argentina. 
So anyway, uh, yeah, they, see, they, the FBI's in possession of tapes that captured Jim Biden uh, negotiating business ventures involving Joe Biden. According to the re- report in the, are you ready for it? Are you going to say the blaze? No. Are you going to say Breitbart? No. Washington Post and the FBI sat on the laptop for 532 days knowing that it was authentic. And then, and then Joe Biden got 51 intel agents to say it was Russian disinformation. He used it in a debate. And Donald Trump said, no, that's not true. And he was chastised as a conspiracy theorist. See how it works? Tapes reveal how members of the Biden family worked to rake in millions of dollars while Joe Biden, refer, referred to as the big guy by at least five Biden associates, held federal office, according to the House Oversight Committee. The Bidens earned $24 million between 2015 and 19. That's, that's like a tight-end contract in the NFL, right? $24 million in four years. <laughs> now you'd make more, actually, depending on who you are. Travis Kelsey would make more than that. Business used more than 20 shell companies. James Biden received a, p- a subpoena to appear before a House impeachment inquiry. Controls Lion Hall Group, an entity that investors subject of wrong, uh, uh, expe- I should say, that suspect of wrongdoing. Many of James Biden's business ventures operated via the Lion Hall Group included some negotiations caught on tape by the FBI. Richard Dickey Scruggs, a Mississippi trial attorney, tried to use James Biden's influence with Joe Biden to close a deal that forced tobacco companies to pay billions of dollars. The Post also told readers their story does not prove Joe Biden knew about that alleged money trail or did anything wrong. The deal with Lion Hall also eliminates the Biden's decades-long relationship with Scruggs, uh, uh, once one of the uh, country's most powerful trial lawyers. Imagine that. Who made his fortune taking on corporate interests and making uh, friends of politics in politics. Scruggs took James Biden on a boat trip while discussing a potential partnership on asbestos lawsuits. You wonder where all of that uh, class action settlement money goes? Doesn't go to you. I just got a notice in the mail the other day for a class action lawsuit. It's a little note card. I threw it away. Because all it's going to do is make trial lawyers and politicians rich. Anyway, they flew Joe Biden uh, on a private jet to a fundraiser, met with Biden family members of the University of Mississippi football game. Scruggs and his associates said that in interviews. Eventually, now to a 2008 uh, bribery scheme, FBI agents circled in on Scruggs and his associates over a plan to deliver $40,000 in bribes to a local judge. They also secretly recorded conversations with James Biden, who at the same time was trying to create a consulting firm with Scruggs' partners. Neither James Biden nor his brother was uh, charged or accused of wrongdoing, which led to prison for Scruggs and his associates. They revealed Joe Biden received money from James and Hunter. They also showed nine additional family members. Yeah, yeah, they're they're thick as thieves, man. They're thick as thieves in Washington, D.C. Oh, did you hear about, uh, I played you the other day, the IBM, chief of IBM, and how they're using this, uh, you know, the uh, D.I.E. Oh, no, it's D.E.I. It might as well be called D.I.E. Diversity, equity, inclusion to, uh, to declare war on white people. And I'm not, I'm not a victim here. Uh, but I'm going to tell you right now, if you look at my life and the amount of work I've had to do in my life and the amount of things that I've had to overcome in my life, uh, losing a, leaving a, my father leaving me at seven, I began working in farm fields at 10, uh, bullied, abused. I could go on and on and on. Made, made the minimum wage $3.35 an hour from age 14 to age 23. So, yeah, tell me how privileged I am. Grew up in poverty, living on a farm, you know, all of that stuff. 
But, uh, you know, I'm not needing to play victim here, but at the same time, I'm here to defend my, my kids. Because when my, my son was in school, you know, years ago, he's 23 now, I was like, why are they saying white privilege? My son isn't white privileged. All of his friends were of different colors. I called his friends who went to his birthday party, the, uh, the United Nations. We don't care, and I didn't care about color either when I was a kid. But all of a sudden, you know, whitey is the problem. It's ridiculous. It is, it is ridiculous. And, and this, this is embraced by the DOJ and, and the deep state. They're doing in DEI, and, and they're doing it. Trump supporters are calling them white supremacists for a reason. For a reason. But uh, James O'Keefe caught this, uh, this uh, the head of uh, IBM talking about how you could uh, earn promotions by firing white people and lose promotions and bonuses if you don't fire enough white people and hire enough people of color. And here is James O'Keefe at this uh, big uh, TPUSE event, AmFest 2023. I, I, I think that this story is remarkable because usually there's a couple people that maybe come to me. Now there's been 150 people within IBM that have come forward. 150. Wow. And uh, I'm going to break something right on your show here. Well, I'll post it on X. So I guess I'll break it on X and also on your show. Yeah, let's hear And it. this slide says, how does whiteness work? This is an IBM internal document. I, I talked to you a little about, about it, Tucker, but it's the Red Hat. This is the subsidiary of IBM, and it says, quote, Whiteness constructs the game, hides the rules, then rigs the game over and over again. It's this, it's this slide that they give out inside IBM. And so there's really kind of an explosion. How'd you feel as a white worker there? Wouldn't you find it kind of be, I don't know, a little concerned? I'd be a little concerned. Whistleblowers coming forward. It's very encouraging. And I think that uh, that could have a real effect in 2024. I think the whistleblower is going to be very important in 2024 people on the inside with so. access to what's happening. I hope so. But this is the sort of whistleblowing and numbers and in, in big numbers. I've, I've never seen that before. And it's yeah, we got to stop this. It's nonsense. Yeah, I can protect myself. I, I'm just watching out for my kids and their kids' kids. This is pretty funny. Uh, Richard Mendenhall, a former uh, Steeler running back and 2009 Super Bowl champion, said he's tired of average white guys talking about football. He also believes it's time for an all-white versus all-black Pro Bowl. Yeah. I'm sick of average white guys commenting on football. Y'all not even good at football. Well, y'all ain't very good at talking. I'll tell you that there, buddy. Can we please replace the Pro Bowl with an all-black versus all-white bowl so these cats can stop trying to teach me who's good at football? I'm better than your goat. Okay. Former Texan and Cardinal uh, J.J. Watt responded to the post confessing that team white would struggle in the secondary. I'm thinking we could kick butt on tight ends, kind of even Steven on the quarterbacks. Place kickers, we'd frickin' kick your butts. Totally. White guys own place kicking. Woo! <laughs> Black guys own everything else. And Pacific Islanders, they own the offensive line and the defensive line. <laughs> That's so racist. No, it's not, not at all. It's just funny. The American Society of Magical Negroes is panned online after a trailer that joked uncomfortable about uncomfortable white people. So this is what you can do. There's a movie starring Justice Smith and Rupert Friend aims to poke fun at the trope of the magical Negro, a role seen frequently in American his, uh, um, cinema whose only purpose is to serve the white character, like uh, Samuel L. In, uh, in Django, I'm assuming. Here's the trailer. I want you to listen to how filthy, stinking, racist, and awful this is. I know you can feel their discomfort, Aaron. 
Watching you walk through a room full of white people was the most painful thing I've ever seen. Excuse me. Sorry. I don't want to take you to a job interview. There's a recruiting class starting right now, and we've got to get you in it. Welcome to the American Society of Magical Negroes. Yeah, here's where it gets all racist. I don't really understand. It's easier to say. What's the most dangerous animal on the planet? Sure. White people, when they feel uncomfortable. White people feeling uncomfortable precedes a lot of bad stuff for us. That's why we fight white discomfort every day. Because the happier they are, the safer we are. The name needs a little updating, maybe like magical black people. Or- okay, yeah, yeah, they're trying to be funny, but they're just being incredibly, incredibly racist to just say that a group of people, oh, those stupid white people that are so racist. That's the premise for the bit. Try that with black people. Try that with whatever people. Well, any, any marginalized group, you, you would get destroyed. This is, this is obscene. Okay, you, you cannot just, the premise is white people suck and are offended and dangerous. Are you out of your nut? Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. I got to tell you, I put a couple of videos up on my Instagram, and uh, they've just gone nuts. I did a video about all these EVs at a local car dealership they couldn't sell. And I talked to the guy, one of the guys at the car dealership. I was filling up my daughter's car with gas yesterday at 7-Eleven. And uh, he was like, uh, I said, yeah, I did a video at your lot. I didn't want to point out your lot, but you got all those Mustangs you can't get rid of. And he goes, oh, I know we can't get rid of them. And I said, I, I, you know, and he said, oh, yeah, yeah, we heard about the video. No big deal. And I was like, oh, you know, it's hard to get rid of them. And then I decided to, and I got a great response, you know, like 5,000 views, which isn't, you know, listen. My, my social media is blowing up. Not, I mean, it just, it's happening, it, and it's going to happen because I, I got good material that's go to my social media, Instagram, Facebook, the Facebook, screw Facebook. I still have a presence. I don't put anything up there because they always shadow ban me and take me down. Uh, Twitter, uh, Truth, Getter, LinkedIn. I have a LinkedIn. But uh, the second one I did, I went up. They couldn't sell these $130,000 Hummers, which weigh 9,000 pounds. And have a battery that weighs 2,900 pounds more than a, a, a Camry or a Corolla, right? And, and, you know, it's really funny that the green left got rid of the Hummer. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about the vehicle, Hunter. Anyway, uh, when Barack Obama took office, I'll never forget, he drove Hummer out of business. He was one of the businesses. He had a target on Hummer, and GM was selling Hummers. And I remember all the Hummer showrooms going away. And I had a Hummer H3 at the time, the smaller one. And they all went away, and they sold the company to China. And then they came up with this new iteration of the, uh, the Hummers, an electric Hummer. And uh, to give you an idea how much you know, juice it uses, I've seen videos that take seven days on a 110 or three and a half on a 220. Now there are fast chargers, but I use that as an example to how much power you need to juice that thing. All right? And then also there was all these complaints about the Hummer being so dangerous to other people on the road. All these big cars being so dangerous to other people on the road. The Hummer's the, most, the, the, the heaviest commercial, not commercial, uh, uh, passenger vehicle on the market by far. 9,000 pounds. If you get hit by a Hummer H3 with a giant battery in it, or, or, or a Hummer electric, but in your, uh, maybe it's in your, uh, uh, you know, Ford Free, Ford uh, uh, Taurus, whatever. 
you're going to get severely injured or die. And then the fire department's going to arrive, and they've got to have a massive, massive toxic spill on their ways because of that massive battery if it becomes breached. But anyway, my Instagram video on the Hummer video just went through the ceiling. I mean, through the ceiling. 50,000 views so far in all these comments. And, and I'll just tell you, you know, one of the big uh, comments, that, you know, criticism immediately from people who really love Hummers, they immediately say, well, you're just an old guy. I'm like, well, you know what? I can't do anything about age, and you can't do anything about stupid. So uh, there's that. And now uh, scientists are saying that breathing is bad for the environment. Gases we exhale contribute to, our, are you ready for this, 0.1% of the UK's green gas emissions. Whether it's eating uh, less meat or cycling instead of driving, humans can do many things to help prevent climate change. Unfortunately, breathing isn't one of them. But that's what they want to do. Uh, methane and nitrous oxide in the air we exhale makes uh, up to 0.1% of UK's greenhouse gas emissions. Nitrogen, oxygen, carbon dioxide, other gases, you know, depending on where you ate the day before. Exhale, the human breath can contain small elevated concentrations of methane. Ooh, I've heard that. I've smelled that a few times. My Aunt Blanche had that, I think. Nitrous oxide. Uh, we would urge caution in the assumption that emissions from humans are negligible, is what they're saying. What they're saying is we need to get rid of some humans. That's what they want to do. Donald, you know, people like John Kerry want to get rid of farmers and, uh, and decrease the population, the surplus population, as you will. <laughs> so now they're saying that what you breathe is contributing to global warming. And I would say who those who believe in global warming, please stop breathing as soon as you can, just to save the planet. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly, it's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... <coughs> I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Is the Rob Carson Show. Hour number three of the Rob Carson Show. Brandon Strzok is going to join us at the bottom of the hour. The uh, creator of the Walk Away Movement. He won his uh, case. He had been uh, sued by eight Capitol Police officers of color who said that he was uh, uh, racist and attacked him. And uh, he wasn't even near him, actually. And uh, he's not racist. He created the Walk Away Movement, for crying out loud. So anyway, I want to talk to him at the bottom of the hour to see what that's all about. Um, because, you know, the... Uh, Clearly, the justice system has been weaponized against Trump supporters. They have. I mean, the uh, DOJ, the FBI going after uh, parents who, uh, who oppose CRT, going after uh, uh, Catholics who, uh, well, and, and the reason why, you know, they're going after these uh, traditional Catholics is because uh, they got their ass handed to them on Roe v. Wade. The left got their butts handed to them on Roe v. Wade, and they're pissed about it, and they want payback. That's what it's all about, kids. That's what it's all about. So uh, we will talk to uh, Brandon at the bottom. I'm hoping all this uh, this begins to turn around and some people uh, 
pay for they what they've done. You, you, when you weaponize the law to go after people and punish them and watch them sit in jail and you can live with yourself knowing that they're not there because they didn't do th- anything wrong. I mean, wh- what kind of person does that? What kind of sick, sick individual does that look at all of this they're throwing at president trump they are trying to use the calendar against him but what they don't realize what the establishment doesn't realize is this is going to strengthen president trump's this is uh, at least stefanik by the way position not only in the primary but the general election because it epitomizes the weaponization of these federal agencies in the department of justice against president trump and you're right ainsley it's not just because he has an r next to his name they're going after everyday people this is the same department of justice that has been illegally targeting parents this is the same federal agencies that are trying to censor free speech across oh, america they on they big tech platforms working they in did. collusion with big tech they mm-hmm. need to be reined in and the reason why president trump is in such a strong position among many is he is uniquely positioned to drain the swamp remember when he talked about that in 2016 now we know how deep the swamp really goes and how weaponized it is not only against joe biden's top political opponent but everyday american people who don't get to live by the same rules as if your last name happens to be Biden or Clinton. I'm glad all of this has been exposed while uh, I'm behind this microphone. I, I'm really glad that we know this now. And, and I'm really glad that they weren't able to cover it all up. What I'm really sad about is that our mainstream media carried the water of the Stalinists. There has to be a wholesale overhaul of J school. I swear to God. Because you aren't journalists anymore. You just you just rip and read for Hamas. You rip and read for the Democrat Party. You rip and read for the administration. It really is. Uh, it's it's breathtaking and stunning. And there's going to be a point where, you know, MSNBC never apologized for Russia collusion, Russia collusion, Russia collusion. There's no uh, Hunter Biden laptop. It's bullcrap. All of that. Some people got to pay for it. Joe Scarborough still saying, oh, no, Joe Biden is still a male, my, sound mind, uh, mind and body. Oh, yeah, he's done anything wrong. I'm like, I mean, how devoid of sense are you? <laughs> you know, honestly, how devoid of sense are you? This is really, this is really nuts. Uh, this is kind of interesting. Last night on, uh, on Newsmax, Christina Bob, she is a, uh, uh, a lawyer for Donald Trump. Um, and uh, Ren Reince, uh, no, no, Corey Lewandowski were on there last night about uh, election interference, uh, going after Donald Trump in election year. You know, and it, there's a reason for it because Donald Trump is uh, is going to un, un, uh, unveil all of this, all of this deep state totalitarianism, and people are going to go to jail for it. People are going to lose their jobs for it, and people in very large agencies are going to lose their jobs, and agencies are going to get defunded. And the way Washington D.C. B- does business, which is normally to have uh, you know, 535 people on Capitol Hill who act as uh, board members on a $6.5 trillion company that really doesn't produce anything. But what they do is they take our money and these 535 board members uh, parse it out to their friends and their buddies and, then, and their little pet projects and pork projects and they blow up their budgets and they never reform themselves and they never fix anything. Here's uh, Christina Bob about uh, Jack Smith and election interference. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm uh, kind of surprised that CNN had such an accurate uh, analyst on the show. 
uh, we can see very clearly what Jack Smith is trying to do. This is election interference, and we've seen it before, as you and I have talked about before, with the Bob McDonnell case. And if you look at what Jack Smith did in that case, he made sure it went to trial. Same thing. By August and by July and August, he got a conviction in September. The 2014 election was shortly thereafter that. And the whole point of it, that that is the timeline he wants, and he wants to do that again with yeah. Donald Trump here. Uh, I, I do hope the people see through it. I don't think he'll get a conviction, even though uh, it's a D.C. jury. I do think that Donald Trump will prevail. But the timeline is key here, and that is why Jack Smith is pushing this. And CNN was right. Yeah, they want to have him be convicted of one charge next year. And they're looking at polls, and you see these polls. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't vote for him if he was convicted or whatever. You know, I wouldn't, conv- I wouldn't vote for someone if they had a felony. And, of course, they're, they're basing their decision to go after Donald Trump on that. That's it. They don't give a crap about the charges. All they want is one guilty charge. That's it. And that's why Jack Smith is a Stalinistic, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Turdburger. I'll just say Turdburger. Uh, here is Reince Priebus, former head of the uh, RNC, uh, talking with John Carl on CNN. And John Carl's trying to lead him and say, you know, I can't believe Trump this and that. And then, uh, uh, then Reince Priebus sets him right on what's driving people to vote for Trump. I remember you as RNC chair <laughs> kind of fighting so hard. John Carl with a K. Hard to get him to condemn David Duke when David Duke endorsed him. And I remember you... In, in, in the White House, trying to, you know, keep that's it, because Trump's Hitler him w- within the guardrails. Do you worry that, you know, is he, is he does he rushes towards this nomination that 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 he's going off those into those places that you tried to keep him from going? Um, not particularly because I think yeah. And here's where Ryan says, ah, you know, really, really, buddy, you're wrong. That I think you're all misreading the electorate. I think that the electorate is not looking for less blood. I think they're looking for more blood. I think that people are more angry about crime than they've ever been before. I think they're more angry about the border, the fentanyl, the sanctuary cities, the boys competing against girls in sports, schools out of control. I think, as I've said before, people are looking for a bigger middle finger this time than they were in 2016. (laughs) And I think you're misreading this. People are angry. And, they, and, and on the other side, you know, you got President Biden, who's losing young voters, who's losing black voters. Uh, the polling couldn't be worse. And unlike Barack Obama in 2011, Democrats would have walked over glass for Barack Obama. Yeah. Democrats today, they say 75 percent. We wish we had a different candidate. So it, it, it matters who you're running against, too. And it also matters what the state of the country's in. And this is a perfect storm. Oh, yeah, it is a perfect storm. You are exactly right. That's why they're freaking out. That's why they're lashing, lashing out like vampires when they die, like movie vampires. That's how Democrats die. I'm talking about, uh, you know, their, their movement dies. They, they drag, they try to drag others kicking and screaming into hell with them. Just like movie vampires. Uh, one more soundbite. This is Corey Lewandowski last night on Newsmax talking about the upcoming primary in New Hampshire. We have seen the weaponization of the Justice Department. If Donald Trump decided not to run for president again, they wouldn't have gone after him. Joe Biden's poll numbers are anemic. His campaign is anemic. Donald Trump was in New Hampshire this weekend. I had the chance to spend time with him. 8,000 people at a rally in a college town in eastern New Hampshire doesn't ever happen for a candidate. Yeah, but Chris Christie got 12 people at a Mahjong tournament. When Nikki Haley comes or somebody else comes, there's 100, maybe 50. On a good day, 200 people. Donald Trump comes and tens of thousands of people show up 
because they want to fix this country. The weaponization of the Justice Department, what Jack Smith is doing, the two-tiered system, Hunter Biden not being prosecuted for defying a congressional subpoena, unlike Stephen Bannon and, and Peter Navarro. The people want their country back, and that's why Donald Trump is going to win. 100%. The people want their country back. 74% of us believe the country's headed in the wrong direction. That means 74% of us can come together to save her. Oh, Chris Christie, I just got a note here, uh, actually drew a crowd of 250 people to a golden corral. Oh, wait, no. No, they were already there. He just went in. I was wrong. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah. Let's go to Chris in Fort Worth, Texas. My buddy, Chris. My man, Rob. I love you. <laughs> you know, it's your man, uh, Chris, in Fortress, Fort Worth. And, yes. You know, I had to get a hold of you before you went on vacation. Merry, Merry Christmas and Happy New you Year. You too. You and too, I got brother. A question for you. I got a couple what? questions for you, real quick. Um, you know, lately I've been eating corned beef in a can and and chicken, white chicken meat in a can and tuna in a can. Goes well. It's a little cheaper than the the fresh meat. You know what I mean? Well, you're and, not uh, the only person who takes it in the can. There's a person who worked for Ben Cardin that does the oh. same thing. <laughs> no, I don't want to be reminded of that. But um, I, I, you always talk about. Yes, this yes, one yes, thing yes, that I've yes. never heard of or eaten, yes. and I might give myself a treat, but it sounds like poison to me. What, what? is what is uh, foie gras? Foie gras. Um, foie gras. Foie gras is uh, goose liver. Now, I'm going to tell you, uh, I am a gourmand, uh, and I, I also have about 100 cooking videos on the web. i got to whip my badge out here. Um, uh, foie gras is a, is a goose liver. And what they do is they, f they force feed the goose so the liver gets really big. And there's a lot of complaints about the, how the geese are you know, treated and whatnot. Uh, no, no worse than, you know, like Chris Christie. But anyway, uh, uh, foie gras is the liver of the goose. And generally, you, you lightly sear it. And, uh, but there are a host of ways you can. It is the best freaking thing in the world. It's the best flavor in the world. It's the most wonderful thing ever. When it's prepared properly by a chef, it's the best damn thing you'll ever put in your mouth. That's what foie gras, foie gras is, Chris. Okay, I think I'll skip. But, um, <laughs> yes. Let's get back to uh, you know, uh, yes. this, this anti Semitism. You know, I, I just heard. You know, in in New York, uh, it's high schools going after yeah. uh, you know, the safety bodyguard, well, you know, yeah. security personnel, and and these kids are destroying everything. Nothing happens to them. The politicians are quiet. I used to live in New York. I thank God I don't anymore. Yeah. But uh, but I was in at least Suffolk County, Eastern Long Island. But uh, the the politicians in New York totally lost their mind. And you know, when Tucker Carlson was talking last night at the uh, turning point. He, he uh, yeah. uh, had a little boy ask him, would he, would he be interested in being a vice president? He goes, you know, really? I, I know. I, I got that feeling. He said, no, I don't know what I'd do. Yeah. And I yeah. don't blame him. I don't blame him. Because well, I don't think Tucker Carlson, I, I don't think he should consider being the vice president. I don't. Think I don't, so I don't see the point. No, no. You you need somebody who is, uh, you know, I, Tucker Carlson's more effective doing what he does. And I, 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 you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't I don't know I, I'm not down with the Tucker Carlson bandwagon for vice president. It's like you know no, it's like Sean Hannity vice president. No, let's do keep doing what you're doing. I, I'd rather he's somebody like Byron Donalds, or I'd rather see somebody like Christy Nome, somebody like it, that in there who've already shown they can do it. Have already shown they can do it. That's who I'd like to see. Not okay. Tucker well, hey, God bless no. you. Merry Christmas to your family and have a, have a great vacation. 
Uh, I'm going to tell you, foie gras is pretty damn good, bro. I know it sounds weird, but and I would have said the same thing, but it is the best damn thing. It melts in your mouth. It's glorious. I don't think I can afford it. <laughs> well, yeah, no kidding. Welcome to the crowd, bro. All right. You'll just have to get some uh, chicken livers, baby. Ain't nothing wrong with chicken livers. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Gives yeah. Done, done properly. Uh, the chicken liver. Yeah, right. gizzards. <laughs> gizzards. Cook those things all day. It tastes like a rubber band. Thanks for the call. <laughs> I grew up on a farm, right? So we had livers and gizzards and all that. When you, come, when you move back to the Midwest, convenience stores, they serve potato wedges and sometimes livers and gizzards from chickens. That's a big deal. Just thought you should know. You guys live in, uh, you know, wherever, in Albuquerque, you're going, what the what? No, no, no. No, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. I do want to uh, share some uh, incidents of anti-Semitism in the next uh, break. A man in a U-Haul sprayed a, uh, a spray substance at some people outside of synagogue and, and screamed, gas the Jews. Seventy percent of Jewish uh, people in Britain are hiding their identity. Where have we been? Where have we seen this before? Where have we seen this before? And then a new poll of uh, young people shows that all of that indoctrination against Israel in high school and college has worked. That's on the way. This is the Rob Har- Carson. Boom. Try it again. Rob Carson Show. Come on. Run DMC, Christmas in Hollis, one of my favorites. <laughs> I love it. By the way, Myra Flores uh, posted on uh, Instagram last night, Eagle Pass, Color, or, uh, uh, Texas, 23,000 illegals in custody, not including thousands more on the ground. There is a massive backup, a sea of humanity on the other side of the border. Uh, 90% of them do not qualify for under, under uh, U.S. asylum, and this is an attempt to uh, wreck our country. People in Chicago get it. People, uh, people in Chicago get it. People in New York get it. They understand now. And then New York and Chicago politicians and others are realizing the federal government doesn't give a crap about them. Not a, not a darn about them. Seventy <clears> percent <throat> of British Jews are hiding their identity. Almost half have considered leaving Britain since the 7th of October. Unbelievable. 69% of Jew, uh, uh, British Jews say they're less likely to show visible signs of their Judaism right now. Almost half of British Jews have considered leaving. More than 6 in 10 British Jews have either uh, personally experienced or witnessed an anti-Semitic incident since October the 7th. This is not organic. And I will tell you it should be met with at least consternation and an occasional beatdown. man in a U-Haul sprayed a substance and yelled the phrase, gas the Jews, outside of a synagogue in Washington, D.C. in Georgetown, Sunday morning. Brent Wood is accused of driving a U-Haul around with security uh, poles and parking directly on the sidewalk in front of the entrance to the Kesher Israel congregation. Wood sat down on the hood of the van, tried to open the synagogue front door. It was locked. As congregants were leaving, he sprayed them with an unknown substance and yelled, gas the Jews. One of the uh, people sprayed was a woman out for a run. This apparently was the, uh, that uh, fart spray that they use in the, the, for the uh, porch pirates, you know, the, the, the booby trap, the packages on ports. If you were a Jewish person, wouldn't you consider that to be like burning a cross in the front yard of a black person? Wouldn't it? Terrifying. 
then uh, uh, at, at Harvard, which should be defunded. Uh, Senator Dan Sullivan, a Harvard alum, visited his alma mater last week, stunned to see a pro-Hamas protest completely taking over the reading room, uh, venerable Widener Library, a place with a long tradition as a study hall for students. Dozens of students dressed like Hamas terrorists sat at tables with posters on their laptops reading no normalcy during genocide justice for Palestine. A large banner was displayed at one end of the room, stop the genocide in Gaza. Large posters in the names of Palestinians allegedly killed in the Hamas-Israel war were placed on the floor between rows of the table. How about get your crap out of here and stop terrorizing people? and get your asses to your classes and study with what you're doing and realize you are not in a position to demand anything. And if you're here in this country studying and you're not a citizen, you're done. If you do this, you're done. Iris Dahl, who posted the video or a photo of the, the library, the picture is from today at the Harvard's Widener Library during reading period study, disrupted by false accusations of genocide, claims by failed leadership the campus situation is, is improving are false. Honestly, in the culture of Harvard, uh, this is like desecrating the temple protests you want on the sidewalk inside Harvard uh, Yard, take over Mass Hall, University Hall, yell whatever silliness you want to, but do not protest inside Widener Library during reading period. Every student in the room packed wearing kaifas, these, uh, these uh, scarves that they do. Sullivan, the uh, congressman, went on to describe a conversation he had with some of the students, uh, some of the organizers who turned hostile on him when he said he supports Israel's right to defend itself against Hamas. Uh, they're going to have to do whatever it takes, National Guard, whatever, to end this. Uh, or, or Harvard needs to go the way of the dodo. Uh, this is unacceptable that any group on campus would be uh, terrorized in such a fashion and, uh, and, tar- uh, and uh, Harvard, it, that is refusing to budge on its woke, racist DEI president, has, as far as I'm concerned, sealed its face as far as the destruction of its, uh, its storied traditions. I will never look at Harvard the same way. Of course, I never really looked at Harvard very positively in the first place. A bunch of snooty people who paid too much for their education and their worthless degrees. But now I'm really against them. Yeah. Coming up, Brandon Strzok. Don't go anywhere. the uh, heroes of the free speech movement the last couple of years has been our next guest, Brandon Strzok, who I started following a couple of years ago. He created this walk away movement that was uh, summarily canceled by uh, Facebook. It was a powerful movement, a half a million stories of people largely of color leaving the Democrat Party because the Democrat Party had failed them so badly. And he has since become one of the most censored and persecuted people uh, in in recent memory. And he joins us on the Newsmax hotline because he has some good news with regard to a case that he won, uh, a civil case against him in Washington, D.C. He joins us on the Newsmax hotline. Brandon, how you doing today, sir? Hey, I'm doing pretty well. How are you? 
Well, good. I, I saw you last night. You you looked uh, excited about what happened. Uh, uh, tell me exactly what was what how this how this case came around. You were sued by eight black and brown Capitol police officers under the KKK Act, and you never met them. And they were on the other side of the building on January the sixth. Can you tell us yeah. exactly? Fill in the details. We want to know here. Yeah, I'm laughing out loud as I hear you say. I'm just like, it's like you can't even make up something that's preposterous yes. anymore. Yes. Uh, but, it, okay, so to give a little recap to your audience, um, okay. I pled guilty to a misdemeanor charge for standing outside of the Capitol for eight minutes on January 6th. So I went to the east side of the Capitol because I was a scheduled speaker, and when I got there, the two large Columbus doors on the east side of the Capitol were open when I arrived. And yeah. so I stood outside of the building and shot a video of a crowd of several hundred people. Some of them were trying to push their way inside the open doors. The majority, like me, were outside shooting a video. And then I uploaded yes. my video to Twitter. Um, yes. Because of that, the FBI raided my house, put me in jail, and charged me criminally. And I ended up pleading guilty to a misdemeanor of disorderly conduct for the eight minutes that I stood outside of the Capitol. Now, <laughs> seizing on the opportunity to exploit January 6th and exploit the left-wing narrative about race and white supremacy, a Soros-funded nonprofit law firm out of Washington, D.C., called Lawyers Committee for Civil Rights Under Law, an organization that, that regularly engages in lawfare against conservatives, uh, and Republicans to smear their names and reputations and try to drain them financially, went out and cooked up a lawsuit uh, in which they sued me under the KKK Act, representing eight black and brown Capitol Police officers, alleging that I violated their civil rights and that I conspired <laughs> to attack black and brown officers at the Capitol, and that I did, in fact, uh, assault them and batter them uh, and they came at me with assault and battery counts as well. So I was facing six counts uh, against these officers. I was served in this lawsuit in September of 2021. So I've been going through this for almost two and a half years uh, and spent well over six figures defending myself in this case. But as of uh, now, I am now announcing that I have been dismissed from all six counts against me and that this case is resolved. I prevailed on all counts. Now, they alleged that you uh, breached the uh, uh, barricades of the Capitol, proceeded to attack police officers. The case entered discovery where you showed evidence that conclusively showed none of these officers were even on that side of the building. Correct. Right. So, And you left out a key word here. They claimed what? that I vi violently oh, yes. breached yeah. barricades that I violently breached barricades to enter the Capitol grounds and proceeded to attack police officers, including the plaintiffs. So when we entered discovery, we were able to serve interrogatories on these uh, plaintiffs, meaning lists of questions that they were compelled to answer honestly under oath. And so we, you know, simple questions like, where were you on January 6th? Describe your exact locations and how the day unfolded for you. And through the course of answering these questions, what we learned was that not a single one of these officers was working on the side of the building that I was on <laughs> while I was there. And one of them was in Maryland at the time that I was at the Capitol. So this person is literally suing me for assault and battery while he's in another state than I was in.
Now, let me ask you this. I mean, uh, who, who, who precipitated these charges? Did they approach these officers? Because they weren't on the right side of the building with you. They were nowhere near you. And, and there had to be some sort of goading of these individuals to go after you, even though you were nowhere near them. Do you suppose that this law firm clearly was put up to this and they and they what do you suppose was in it for these these uh, plaintiffs if they didn't have anything they didn't have any proof that you did anything to them? Right. Well, I mean, let's just think about this logically, because, you know, all I can do is speculate because I wasn't there. Yeah. So so if we were to speculate just using logic. Uh, you'd have to say, well, this case is, again, it's eight black and brown Capitol Police officers suing me and several people uh, alleging white supremacy and a racist attack. (laughs) But but think about it. All of these officers know that they never saw me. They've never met me ever in their entire life. So how did they come up with my name? How did they come up with this idea that I attacked them on the basis of their race. And in addition to that, um, you know, I, I think one has to assume that the idea for the lawsuit did not come from the officers, but in yeah. fact was pr- probably designed, and then the officers were found later who agreed to have their names used yeah. uh, to, to push the case forward. And to answer question, what's in it for them? Well, it, there's not a lot of risk on their part. This case is being represented pro bono. This is a, a nonprofit law firm that has millions mm-hmm. and millions of dollars at their disposal. And in fact, I would liken it to being not much different than going, up, going against the federal government. When you're an individual, an, an individual defending yourself and you're up against a machine that has millions of dollars at their disposal that, frankly, they don't care if yeah. they burn through this money. It doesn't yes. matter to them whether they win or lose. They just care about driving the case forward to try to bankrupt you and destroy your name and reputation. Well, that's what they just did with Rudy Giuliani. That's what they just did with Rudy Giuliani in in Washington, D.C., to plaintiffs saying that that he uh, defamed them by alleging uh, election uh, cheating and whatnot. And and he was not able to share any of the evidence that he had, including tapes of them, among other things. And and they they lawyered up. They spent $6 million in the case. They had eight lawyers in the courtroom at any given time. Rudy had won. This is what the federal government is doing. This is what these uh, these uh, political uh, law firms are doing. They they don't care. They they're looking for obviously like minded sycophantic uh, uh, jury members in the D.C. area, uh, and they want to financially ruin you whether you win or not. Right, and that's the point. So uh, you know uh, it, it, what I would imagine, and again I speculate is that these officers were probably approached by the law firm and yeah. it was a zero risk situation. You know, it's like if we if we throw your names on this lawsuit, either, we're, you know, there may be a payday at the end of the rainbow for you uh-huh. or uh-huh. or worst case scenario, nothing happens. You're not out any money. And, you know, we can drag these people through the mud and cost them a boatload of money, uh, you know, possibly try to bank, bankrupt them. And, what, what, um, their, what, what about their testimony? I mean, you were asking them questions, but, but they didn't have anything to back it up. If you never saw them, you never met them, they had no story to tell. Obviously, with Discovery, that, that was found out pretty quickly. Right, but the problem is you're still thinking of this like a logical person. Uh, <laughs> and I, 
I recommend that you stop doing that because yes, all you're yes, going to yes, do yes. is get to the point where you drive yourself insane. Because believe oh. me, I went through this for over two years, and I understand. So, but you have wow. to understand this is the depth to which you know certain of these districts, like the District of New York, like the District of uh, Columbia, the the depths to which our our legal system has sunk. I mean, the amount of brash chutzpah that it would take for uh, for lawyers to say, you know, we're going to blatantly lie in this lawsuit, and there's a good chance we'll get away with it because we're lying about Trump supporters. We're lying about people that you know, the, the judges and the juries in this district absolutely hate, and we're lying in regards to a day uh, that is so stacked in our favor. All we have to mention is you know January 6th and threats to democracy and attempts to overthrow the government, and we're going to sail through this case to victory. You know, is what I would imagine they thought. And again, you know, there's always that small percentage chance that they won't. But what do they care? George Soros is money. Now, what, what about uh, defamation? What about suing them for defamation? Uh, there's no chance of an appeal in this case because the judge threw it out because it was such a piece of crap uh, in layman's terms. Um, <laughs> but but what about defamation? What what can you do? Uh, you know, obviously, uh, 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 they've already taken one hundred fifty thousand dollars of your money for nothing. Uh, what are you what are you going to do? What would you like to do versus uh, reality? <laughs> and is I mean honestly, I'm just being honest, right? You're you're talking DC here, right? Right. No, <laughs> you know, what do you think? What are you going to do? Right, exactly. No, believe me, I discuss every possible situation with my attorney. And the the truth is, it's it's not uh it's not a very optimistic prospect what your options are in front of you. Yeah. Uh proving yeah. defamation is incredibly difficult. Uh proving some sort of malice or malicious prosecution uh, it's very difficult to prove. And then also bear in mind, that's not free. I mean, to, to get a yeah. lawyer to represent yeah. you in trying to sue somebody else or even trying to even trying to recover your own legal fees. I mean, you're going to have to spend thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 trying to recover your legal fees. And there's a strong possibility you'll lose. So that's why most people get dragged through a hell like this and they just say, you know what, let's cut my losses and move forward. And I have to say that's pretty much where I am because... I, right now, I'm involved in a num- number of other. I'm I'm suing some media outlets for defamation. Uh, I've got my hand right now in a number of other lawsuits that have nothing to do with this. And you know, I have to look at my life and say, how much can I actually handle? Do I want yeah, to start another yeah. legal proceeding? You know, at a certain point, you just say, enough is enough, and it's you know, it's time to put my focus on more productive things. Now, you uh, you just had the uh, walk-away convention. I, I know that in Florida. It sounds like it went very well. Um, what about the walk-away movement? Um, obviously, Facebook took down the walk-away movement. What was that, three years ago? Yeah, almost. They, they took us down on January 8th of 2021. It's funny because I was a part of a number of uh, 29 Facebook pages, uh, 19 million followers, conservative october 31st i believe 2018 is when they took all of those pages down and 800 other conservative sites so it all started back then and then and then they went after you uh as far as all of the people you had a half a million people uh walking away from the democrat party their stories on facebook right that's right we were at 511,000. um so i will say uh, this year we launched our own app called walkaway social Yes, I know. I, I get your I get your notifications every day on my phone. I've got it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but we we probably um, 
we probably are looking at creating a new Facebook group going into this next year because I had really hoped that by creating our own app, we could regenerate the same kind of energy that we had when we were on Facebook yeah. and get us off of Facebook. But the yep. truth is, building building your movement on your own autonomous app, it's it's very difficult to get people committed to sure. you know, opening a new app and loading a new app and staying on the new app. Yeah. And it's doing very well. Don't get me wrong. It's doing very well. But it's I, I'm very aware that we're not growing as quickly as we probably yeah. would yeah. If, if we rooted ourselves in a mainstream social media outlet. So as much as it kills me, the truth is we probably will be launching a new walkaway Facebook group uh, early next year. And then just what do you expect from them? How do you expect them to react now since they, you know, the FBI, we know the FBI, CISA, all these organizations worked with Facebook and Twitter. They, and, and by the way, Facebook and Twitter did so voluntarily. They bent over and took one for the team, as it were. Well, what do you expect this time? Well, I don't. I think it's, I hate the idea of doing it. I, know. I think I know. It's, it's terrible. But the problem is, and, I, you know, I'm sorry to say, but it's the truth. Uh, most conservatives are not prepared and equipped for the battle that we're in and don't understand what is required to help us succeed. I mean, when I launched my app, I thought, you know, oh, hundreds of thousands of people are going to join in the first couple of weeks. And, you know, but I started getting all this pushback from people. Oh, I don't want to load another app. I don't want to. And I was like, you're the same <laughs> people who are begging us to get off of Facebook. You were begging us. And yeah, the truth yeah. is, you know, people just want what's most easy and most convenient for them. Yep. So if I'm going to continue to grow the movement and and, and capture new people and, and bring people into the fold, we're just going to have to exist on all social media platforms yeah, right. and, and we'll have the app as well. Uh, but, yeah, no, I mean, your point is well taken. This is yeah, not something I, I would do I if I had a choice because... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think there's a high likelihood that they'll censor us, suppress us, or possibly yeah. ban us again. Well, Brandon, I want to congratulate you. We have to run. Um, we're here for you, man. I, I've been a fan of yours since I discovered the walkaway movement. I shared the stories for a long time, and then when it's taken down, I, I'm, you know, you've got a friend here. Uh, is there a place people can go to uh, help you out? I know that you've incurred a lot of debt over this. Is, do, you guys, do, you, do you have a place where people could go and help support your movement? Is it necessary? Yes, I absolutely. So if people want to support the movement, uh, they can go to walkawayfoundation.org. Okay. Um, now that these cases are behind me, I'm going to you know, dedicate myself right. entirely to rebuilding the org. Go to walkawayfoundation.org. Please consider being a monthly recurring donor, even a dollar right. a month. Helps All right. Brandon, God bless you, bro. Thanks for taking the slings and arrows. We appreciate it. Uh, we'll talk Thank again soon. So Let's take a break. It's the Rob Carson Show. So the names of more than 170 people with ties to Jeffrey Epstein, including uh, victims and former employees, are set to be named in a slew of court documents. A Manhattan federal judge is authorized to be unsealed. This is pretty big. Also, uh, Marsha Blackburn is uh, asking Dick Durbin, why, uh, why won't you release the flight logs to uh, the Lolita Express? And, uh, you know, maybe it's going to take women in Washington, D.C. to uh, to unveil what these men have done. And then the uh, Wall, Street bomb, uh, Wall Street Journal bombshell report has revealed that Microsoft founder Bill Gates was pictured in 2014 with a victim of convicted sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein. Unbelievable. You got to wonder if uh, some people who are concerned about this could have the last name Clinton. 
I don't know, maybe. Here's Jim Gossett. I flew down with Epstein, Jeffrey Epstein, to his island of sin. If I was a Republican, big trouble I'd be in. (laughs) They were only 16, some were 15. Me and Jeff didn't care. We get a pass, cause we're Democrats. Whoever said that life was fair. Not very fair. Shame that Epstein passed away. He never had a chance. Won't try to explain how hell said they were 19. Yeah, they told a tall tale. They were too young for me and Epstein. And I might wind up, I might just wind up in jail. Wow. I didn't think he, uh, he added such range there. That's pretty nice. It's Jim Gossett, by the way. And if you want to help him out as a conservative publisher, he has a Patreon page. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com. Look for Jim Gossett Comedy Pledge. Five bucks, ten bucks a month, whatever. He's going to be putting up a lot of the Christmas stuff. And and literally, I talked to Jim when we were in Baltimore. In the two and a half years we've been doing stuff on the syndicated show, he's produced 600, I think he said 600 songs. <laughs> so, I mean, a creative genius. Just genius. And uh, I feel really blessed to be uh, collaborating with him because his creativity and I are like... Uh, Two hamsters in uh, wheels side by side. It's, it's insane. Also, uh, if you get a chance to check out the podcast <clears throat> today, had a great show, Brandon Straga. Uh, just go to Newsmax.com slash listen for that. It should be up about an hour or two after the show. We take the daily show, divide it into two podcasts. Check it out. Newsmax.com slash listen. Let's take a break and come back. This is the Rob Carson Show. All right, guys, that's going to do it for the show. Again, go to Newsmax.com slash listen for the uh, podcast and share it with others, would you? Because uh, this is the funniest show on uh, conservative radio. I'll tell you that. God bless you. God, God bless Israel, America. And until tomorrow, don't catch the stupid. See you then. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.